Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. On Monday, I, I talked a little bit about this on the air, but I wanted to go more in depth. I don't know if I made my case as well as I, I could have made my case. On Monday before the show, in understanding that the the Bears are getting ready to play the Saints in a playoff game, I decided that I was going to go back and watch the game that they played already this year. It was back when the Bears were 5-2 and two and looking like one of the better teams in the NFC, and it was a good kind of litmus test. It was the first of that, that really grueling part of the schedule that you thought that the Bears were going to be tested by. So I wanted to go back and look to see how that game went and what it what it means for the game that is coming up between the two teams. I think both teams are different. I want that on the record. I think there are a lot of differences. In fact, obviously, like the quarterback change for the Bears is big, and the fact that Michael Thomas will be available, or at least according to Sean Payton, will be available this week, I think is also noteworthy. Alvin Kamara's status is still up in the air. He had COVID. Had the game been played on Saturday instead of Sunday, he would have not been eligible. He is eligible to play on Sunday, but that doesn't mean he's he's going to play. We don't know how he's doing with the virus and if he'll be up to if, if he even tests negative by the time the game comes around on Sunday. So it's something to keep in mind. I appreciate the Saints even being as transparent as they were yesterday in talking about the status of Alvin Kamara. And Sean Payton kind of left it a little open. They're not sure if he's going to be ready to play by Sunday. Going back and looking at the game, I assert that the Bears, the Saints are a better matchup for the Bears than the Packers are. And there were people who, when I said that on Twitter, were like, oh, how could you say that? You know, Look at the Saints and look at Sean Payton. Yeah, look at the quarterbacks that Sean Payton has lost to in the playoffs over the last few years. It's been disappointing, and I know that 
Some of that is you can just kind of say, oh, the refs screwed the Saints a couple of years ago in the title game, and that's why that they didn't go back to the Super Bowl. But they have underachieved. With the amount of talent that that roster has had over the last few years, they've underachieved. I think that Sean Payton would tell you that in an honest moment, that they could have done more, that they felt that they were worthy of doing more. So why is it impossible to believe that the Bears might be able to pull an upset? I want to go back over the game and kind of talk about there were things in there that I think are valuable as we prepare to see the Bears take this team on 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 Sunday afternoon. First of all, the Bears were competitive in that game. If you remember, that was an overtime game. 26-23, the Saints ended up winning the game. Nick Foles was the quarterback for that game. He took some terrible sacks in that game. I honestly believe that that was the first game where after he had taken over, where we were looking going, wait a minute, something's not quite right here with Foles, and he, it looks like he has been found out to a certain degree. As I said earlier, the Bears were 5-2 and two in that game. Part of the reason that I wanted to go back over it is because I remember some things from it. And I remember watching the game going, man, you know, Drew Brees is... He's still hella accurate if you're talking about air yards, 10 yards and under. But he doesn't want to go down the field at all unless his receivers are wide open and there's no jeopardy of an interception. To be fair, there were some issues defensively for the Bears that did leave a couple of receivers, Cook and Hill, wide open for touchdowns there were clearly some miscommunications there were some busts on defense that made it easy for Breeze to throw those touchdown passes but I kept thinking if a quarterback can't threaten over the top it makes him vulnerable if the team is ready and and willing to tackle the Bears didn't tackle well in that game. There were a lot of plays in front of them, mostly Alvin Kamara. He he played really well in that game. You got to see the dynamic. How do you say this? Dynamicism is that even a word? All right, let me rephrase. You got to see how dynamic Alvin Kamara is as a pass catcher. All the different things that he can do for your offense and why he's one of the best players in the NFL. And then, of course, you saw on, on Christmas him just absolutely torch the, the Minnesota Vikings in that game. This was also the first game that we saw Mustafer at center. Like The injuries had started to mount. I actually remember on a Layla Wednesday, I went for a walk, and I was listening to Dan and Layla, and they were talking about how bad things were on the Bears offensive line because you had health issues from an injury standpoint. You had COVID issues with this team and they were trying to cobble together an offensive line. Since then, they've been successful in cobbling together an offensive line. And this offensive line's play well, which does it does lead to a very interesting proposal on what to do if Bobby Massey is healthy enough to play. 
He was on injured reserve with the right to return. He designated to return. He practiced last week, or at least they worked him out last week. They worked him out on the field before the game against the Packers on Sunday, and he might be available to play. I don't think that you change out him for a Fetty at this point, and I would have never thought that I would have said that back in week seven of the season when the Bears played, played the Saints. I felt like Afedi had busted out at guard, but he's kind of found a home at tackle. And I don't know if there's any good reason. Like Massey is not that much better of a player than him that you would sacrifice the continuity that this offensive line has built over the last six weeks. Other things that I took away from this, the Bears had a 13-3 lead in this game against the Saints. And then the, the, the coverage issues started to mount, and we saw the Saints rattle off a, a bunch of unanswered points. The Bears showed a lot of fight in this game. Even with Nick Foles as the trigger man, they showed a lot of fight. And they were, they were able to come up with some big plays late to force overtime. And they had chances in overtime, but that's when we saw Nick Foles take some really bad sacks. Like we saw coverage sacks and we saw him backing up. This is when we started to realize, oh, he, he likes to back up on plays and he thinks that his arm is going to get him out of some of those jams backing up and he's not as athletic as he used to be and that makes him uh, a, a dangerous quarterback back there for the Bears I think that was the first first game where you were left with some questions about whether or not he was going to be able to get the job done they did pick up with Foles he made a, a great throw on a third and 19, they got 16 yards on the play, but it, it set up the field goal that ended up tying the game. All I'm saying to you is that when I look at the Saints versus the Packers, I look at an opportunity for the Bears, a better opportunity for the Bears to come out victorious. I'm not I don't make picks like I'm not really the dude that makes picks. I'm not here to tell you where to wager your money or anything like that. I'm just trying to dispassionately look at the tape. And if, if I were coaching after looking at the tape of them versus the Saints in the first game, I wouldn't be demoralized. Think about it this way. If the Bears were going into a game where they were playing the Packers on Sunday I don't think that they would have anything that they could hang their hat on other than we we hung with them for three quarters. Right. And Aaron Rodgers, as good as his stats were in the second half, I don't think that he particularly had a good game. I think that they can look at the film of their game against the Saints and go, we had a chance against these guys. And there are some simple things that we need to clean up and do better, and maybe our offense can function better against what I think is a really good Saints defense, but maybe it functions better with what we're doing with Mitch and the added element of his athleticism versus Nick Foles. So I'm going to keep doing a deep dive on this. 
it's one of the things I'm going to talk about. I mean, honestly, like what else is, is there for me to talk about this week? I love talking about playoff football. But just keep in mind for a second that this game was close. Take take the pedigree and the names off the jersey and the headset for a second. Don't think of this as Drew Brees and Sean Payton circa 2010. Think of this as the team that the Bears saw two months ago. And two months ago, the Bears were competitive. I think they have a chance to be competitive again. Thanks for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.